Hello everyone, this is Will. This is Alex. Welcome back to another episode of They Mostly Come Out at Night. Ooh. Mostly. Yeah. Wow. I am I am so happy that like we get to watch these movies again and like not Uwe we Bull. don't have to worry about having to watch a Uwe Bull film after them. Yes. Like we're finally to that point we're where we're free. We don't have to worry about it. We're finally free. Uh, like, uh, I'm just... Dude, I'm so fucking happy. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't. I just... I'm just so happy. Oh, God. And, uh, I mean, all things considered, pretty good way to start back with yeah. no Uwe Bull films. Like, back to 78. Like This is very much on brand. It actually, like... It came through for us. This is very much on brand for us. Yeah, like, this is kind of my shit. Like, Especially right now. Like, I kind of love this this movie in a way. Like, it's it's ridiculous, but, like, it just it just gets me. Because, like, it, they make it worth it at the end. Yeah, your, right? uh, your weight is paid off. Like, you get through this ridiculous plot, and you just get the biggest payoff, and it's perfect. Just a great, great classic fight scene. Exactly. And that's all you need. In That's these kind mean. of martial arts movies, who cares about the plot? You care about you come for the fight scenes, okay? Yeah, or They're like the plots are usually just throwaway garbage. Well, in this movie's plot, if you watch the unedited version, there is lots of plot. You mean boobs? Yes, lots of boobs. Because I'm pretty sure every ten minutes there is a nude scene. Oh, that's yeah. that's how they uh oh yeah there no there absolutely is every that's time. how they keep you going and then you get to the end and you get a fucking absolutely lit fight scene yes that's how this functions and it made it it made it worth it it, it they did it they just they got me i thought i was gonna hate this movie well, i mean not hate i hate as a stripe okay so not hate I wouldn't say I hate this movie if there wasn't that end scene. I wouldn't hate it, but if there wasn't that end scene, just, I would just think it was like, eh. It's just kind of a throwaway movie, right? But yeah. like the end scene, I don't, I don't know. They didn't need to go that ham, and the, by God, they fucking did. They did. They went that ham, and I don't understand why, <laughs> but I'm okay with it. I'm totally fine with it. Um, <laughs> so, um, the movie we watched tonight is uh, the Tattoo Connection. And there is a tattoo connection. <laughs> okay. It's very vaguely. Very. Yeah, this is I the know. most vague. Barely, they mentioned it like twice. They could call this movie like "Kick Punch," and it would make more sense. Yes, because there is a lot of kicking and punching, or, so. or tits and ass kicking. Yeah, that would make sense too. Tattoo connection. I mean, it looks cool on a poster, but so I should get this out of the way because, like, we keep mentioning there was like tits. Um, we watched actually an un. Uh, we watched an edited version. It's kind of weird because, like, we watched it on Amazon Prime, right? There's two versions on there. There's two versions. There's a rated R version that has a really terrible film quality and and audio quality. And then there's a 16 Plus that has really good, like, audio and visual, like... Way improved. Yeah. Like, it looks so much better and sounds so much better. It almost looks remastered. Like, so we just chose the edited version because it was easier to watch. Well, we didn't know it was edited. Well, yeah, I mean, I, we went back afterwards and figured out that it was, but literally all you're missing out on with the, I mean, I guess if this is your thing, with the uh, R-rated version is you just get a lot of tits. Uh, there is an ins- a kind of absurd amount of nudity. 
it, it's kind of ridiculous. Like multiple scenes, like more than five, I would say. Yeah, like every fifteen and, minutes, and like prolonged. Like, yeah images of them so if that's your thing go watch the r-rated version but just know you are sacrificing quality yeah you're gonna sacrifice quality so you won't get the thing you all came for in a martial arts movie which is the martial arts you'll get them but they'll just be potato quality yes um so yeah i mean let's get into it i mean it's a pretty basic plot it's not going to be like super hard this will probably be a quick review but it will be but i want to gush about the end we want to gush about this and we mostly just want to gush about how it's not you know fuck fuck uve bull he could never make anything remotely like this even if it was just like no martial arts even if it was just the plot of the movie yeah like the diamond shit he couldn't even remotely make this kind of movie. No. It like this was like a million times more compelling and it had horrible dubbing. Horrible dubbing. And terrible acting. And ridiculous double crosses and triple quadruple but even crosses. That, even all that stupid shit in this movie It's still better. Was way better than any Uwe Bull film. A million times better. Like I would watch this like a million times over before I even had to watch Rampage. Oh, like, dude, dude, no, like, I, I cannot even imagine if someone like was wanting to torture me, just show me rampage president down. Yeah. And I would tell you fucking anything you wanted to know. Yeah. I'll I'll fucking tell you the launch codes. (laughs) Yes. I I will give you the launch codes if you make me watch that movie. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so yeah, um, tattoo connection. It starts really weird. So well, it starts kind of like how the movie sh- functions. It's like a shipping yard, and it literally just starts with a guy walking into a shipping yard. Yeah, and then, like, I don't even fucking They're talking remember. about something, and, like... Oh, one- he, he's going to, like, he's looking for somebody. He's looking for, what, Fat Frog. Which, which later becomes Fat Dog. So he's looking for Fat Frog because of... I don't even know why. Because he owes... Because he's part of his group. So the gang, guys don't want to give him up, so we get a fight scene. Which, I'll admit, the fight scenes in this are actually pretty well done. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to lie. Um, they look pretty good um, for like a B-movie 70s. For like, uh, for what is an obscure B-movie that I'm going to guess barely anybody has fucking seen. Yeah. Like, they went pretty ham on the fight scenes. I'm not going to lie. They didn't like, have to, they but they did. They didn't have to. Like, obviously, they're pulling punches and everything, but like, it... it they all look like pretty professional martial artists and it's like, all it clean looks, it looks believable you they don't see it cut, all they don't cut a lot which no is cuts, great yeah um but anyway so they fight and then some guy with an eye patch some sailor with an eye patch what yeah because he calls him like i want to like, talk to the one-eyed bastard looking like fucking popeye in that bitch he well he beats his ass and then the one-eyed sailor man is like fine you can have like fat frog and then he takes him to, so like, like the, the big boss. And they're, like, about to kill him. And they're, well, our main... Well, first, well, first he, like, talks to him, and he's like, they'll kill me. Like, I gambled away all their money. And then he's like, no, they won't kill you, I promise. And then yeah. he takes him to the big bad, which so, they're threatening to kill him. So this is, like, our good bad dude, because he cares about people. some of the other people. <laughs> so he, they're about to kill Fat Frog, and he says, no, don't kill him. And then the boss is like, okay, well, you punish him then. And so he, he takes a brand. So he breaks his arm and then takes a brand and... He has a tattoo on his arm. It's like an eagle with like a skull underneath. Clever. Don't ask me why in China they are getting tattoos of an eagle 
with a like pirate skull underneath. It looks well. Here's the thing: you shouldn't ask because the significance of this tattoo is never explained. I don't know. It's so the tattoo connection is barely even mentioned in this movie. That's why I was joking that like this doesn't. It's like gangsters that have like fucking the tattoo, but they barely show it, and we only see two of them have the we tattoo. But well, we see like they point out two of them. And apparently that's enough. And the buff, like, some of them are, like, wearing tank tops and they don't have the the tattoo at all. Yeah, I Did you don't, notice that, too? I did, yeah. Yeah, like, they don't have the tattoo anywhere to be seen. It's literally just on two people. Tattoo but, connection. But anyways, so they brand off his tattoo so they know he's a traitor, basically. And that, yeah, they, they'll never help they, him. But they let him live because he was not part of the thing. So... Then the credits start, and we get this the the theme the song theme song called Diamonds. I can't remember it, but it was remember it, it, it was, it's called Diamond. They got it from like me, the music. No, no, no. So what was it called? The fucking Melody t- Bank. The Melody Bank. That's where it was. Like the LLC was like uh the Melody Bank, which is the most generic yeah. fucking. Like, hey, Will, where, where'd you get your music? Melody Bank. I got my music for my YouTube video on Melody Bank. On I no, I just went down to the Melody Bank. It sounds like a like a free app where you get just free like um like sound effects and like stock uh stuff that Uwe Bowl would use. Like well I wonder s- stock audio. Did they get all their music from the Melody Bank? Because there's some pretty lit songs in this movie. There's we get it features it also features my favorite just guy going fucking ham on a like a flute. on a flute yeah like you always get it in the 70s movies there's always that track where a guy is just fucking wailing on a fucking flute like usually when it's like a ins- chase scene or something yeah. it's just I, a dude going ham just going ham sandwich on a fucking flute <laughs> i love it <laughs> speaking of sandwiches yep we get after the credits oh yes we get uh, what is his name? Amen. Well, we get a scene where this this guy comes to the airport and he's getting driven and they get attacked. Yes. And his briefcase gets stolen. Yeah. So he's carrying a diamond in this briefcase and they're transporting it to somewhere. Like it never explains where, but yeah, they get um, hijacked and then they take the diamond, uh, almost kill the guy, but. He goes to the hospital. He's alive. And then we get a scene of a guy named Armin watching a TV. Yep. And we're, we're, eating. Don't worry. This is how we know he's poor, okay? This is how we know he's poor and his I, g- girlfriend kind of is unhappy. This is this is, The girlfriend is almost what starts like the double crossing because she's like double crossing everyone. I still don't get what the fuck her like thing is, but whatever. I don't either, but... He, I know she's a dancer at the exotic club and then he double has, crosses people. Like fucking just shitty fucking like Frankfurters hot dogs. Yes, and then fucking white bread. And just Wonder like bread. Wonder Bread. And just eats them. And he just he like folds the bread over the fucking hot dog and eats it. Because that's how we know he's poor because she mentions that uh, they're so Look, poor now. I did that. I mean, there's times when you're a kid and you want a fucking hot dog, but guess what? Your parents didn't buy hamburger, didn't buy um, hot dog buns. What do you do? You just fucking take you your bread and fold fucking, it. I mean, it's this, pretty much the same thing. Yeah, I mean, it might fall apart, but who gives a shit? 
you yeah. want a goddamn hot dog. Exactly. My man Armin wanted a hot dog, and if you want, and he gets real judged. Quick, you just fucking microwave this bitch, and then put some ketchup on it, and it, you're not happy with it, but it w- works. But it, you want a hot dog, goddamn it, and Armin wanted a hot dog. <laughs> so and she's like, why? Because <laughs> he keeps like staring at the TV, like worried, and she's like, do you know these people? And he just denies it, and then she just whines about being poor. So yeah, it's just. And then and she goes in front of the mirror and starts undressing for no reason as Armin stares into space. Yeah, and there's, like, a news report about how, like, the diamonds were stolen and everything. And then we get, like, the American, like, consulate or something. Well, excuse No, excuse me, sir. <laughs> excuse me, sir. We get stock footage of San Francisco that they just stole from a fucking tourist reel. And we get a room that's like a, a hotel lobby. It's supposed to be the American consulate. I don't know if it's the consulate or what. And it's just like, it's it's a, a lobby in a hotel, but they put American flags behind it. But they're like, well, the diamond was stolen, blah, blah, blah. Like, we're going to bring in this guy from the CIA. He has experience. I'm so glad this actor was badass. Like, I feel like he's a true badass. Like... Because he's fucking jacked as shit, and, like, he fucking... Well, he's in, um... I mean, look, he is in Enter the Dragon. He is, yes. He's... I don't... I can't remember his fucking name in that, but it's the black dude with the fucking afro. He's in Enter the Dragon. I loved him in Enter the Dragon, so I knew... I knew we were in for a treat when he was in this And he's in this. Um, it's just too bad that whoever wrote this movie has no idea how humans talk... Or how banter works. It's so weird. It's so awkward, too, because there's a lot of, like, awkward silences. And well, there's I... a lot of, like, lines where it's, like, it's supposed to be, like, funny or, like, sassy. But it's just kind of awkward. It's what you, like, what you always say, non-midi. It's, it's not, this movie is straight up hour and a half of non-midi. So they just, they introduce him and he immediately flies to Hong Kong. Oh, he also has, his name is Lucas, by yes. the way. Only Lucas. Only Lucas. But um, someone tipped off the tattoo people because they know Lucas is coming. Somehow. I mean, we figure out how later, but I don't know how Lucas figures it out. We'll get to that. I mean, <laughs> I mean, listen, I'm not going to pretend like the scene where he figures it out is not one of the greatest scenes I've ever seen in a movie. I, But, you know. So the diamond people are at the titty bar where the girl works, oh, where God. Armin's girlfriend works, and they're making a deal on the diamond, but, like, these two American guys don't. Oh. They want to buy the diamond for, like, 80000 No, 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 no. They want the – they're, like – first, they're, like, half a million, and the guy's, like, this diamond is worth $3 million. And he's, like, 800000 Final offer. Final offer. And they're like, okay. And the guy's like, no. And nope. they're all surprised. And it's like, well, you just lowballed the fucking guy with the diamonds. Yeah. So. What'd you expect? But uh, their reasoning for lowballing him is because the diamond's too hot. So. Apparently. So now we get Lucas meeting the other inspector that got his ass handed to him and the fucking. The guy that had the chain. Uh, uh, on but the for briefcase. some reason, Lucas has like a bunch of tennis rackets, remember? Oh, yeah. It's like, is that his thing? He's pretending to be. A tourist playing tennis know. that's never mentioned again so he just meets the inspector it's just a stupid scene where there's like dumb banter and then they just talk about how the diamond was stolen and where they're gonna head next basically yeah. and then there's an argument between arm we get another scene of armand and the fucking girlfriend fighting. arguing about money 
Yeah, they're arguing about money and how he's like he's gonna try and make money because there was a news thing that said any information on the diamond you can get like I a reward like fifty thousand dollars or something like that. It's like a huge like a hundred thousand dollars. And something. she tells him like if you did that like we could like we could leave and all this stuff. So she's like, well, why don't you do that? And he's he just kind of blows it off because whatever. But then all of a sudden she's at the she meets lucas no wait no she calls lucas right and says that she has information i can't remember what happens because like remember somehow the girlfriend gets into contact with lucas and says that she has information but then when he comes there she says that someone else has information yeah she basically because she meets him at the hotel or something. Yeah, and this then is she, like begins. Oh the no thing. no! She meets Lucas and his like other inspector guy. Yeah. Or the other transporter, and tells them that like yeah like I got your information. I just want the hundred thousand dollars, and they're like, and he's like, okay, like tell us. And she's like, well, I don't have the information. This guy does. This guy does. So go to him. So she basically. Doesn't have anything, but she knows someone who does, and it's her boyfriend. Yes. So, One of them. Yes. Hint, hint. So, he Lucas goes, goes to see Armin. Armin, and uh, Armin doesn't want to talk. But he then, strong arms him. And then he bribes him with $5,000. And then there's a guy listening in on them the whole time. So, he just, like, tells him that, yeah, I, I gave the car. I stole the cars for the people who stole the diamonds. So yeah, Armin, I can tell you to. Armin, I can show you where they are. What Armin did was basically su- supply the transport for the getaway. Yeah, um, that's basically all he did, because he knew where to get the cars and like steal them and everything. So Lucas is like, okay, well, where did you get the cars? And yeah. then they drive to a lumber yard, and they get ambushed right away. And it's it's great because they're just for some. Okay, so I don't know like if Lucas drove or Armin drove, but they're just walking into this lumber yard. Well, because it, it cuts from like them in the house to them just walking down like a lumber yard, no car, nothing. And so they're walking, and then the car starts driving one way, one way, and, and then, then another car the other way. Yeah, so they have to jump off, and they cr- the cars crash into each other. We get this huge. It's not really huge. It's like it's like a ten minute fight scene. It's it's less than that, but Armin gets captured right away. While Lucas just kicks a bunch of ass. Yep, and he like crashes their cars. There's a like... there's a pretty cool thing where, like, while one of the cars is like crashing and shit, like he's like on the roof, just hanging on. And he's actually doing it. Like they actually show him. Yeah. On the we roof. We see the actor actually doing it. No stuntman. And there's another cool scene where he like picks up like a piece of wood and like throws it into like the, the um the windshield oh yeah and, like shatters the windshield and then the guy drives into like the lumber thing and, yeah like, there's some pretty cool scenes like uh, like like i said like the fight scenes are actually pretty well done the way this, this ends though is hilarious because the bad guys are like maybe five feet away from him and lucas is just like just stops like oh it's i, can't, I don't see them anymore yeah, they they're run, too far <laughs> they barely run and then he just stops and then we immediately see the armin being getting his ass handed to him because he basically snitched on them, and then they kill him, and we see the guy from the very beginning being kind of like, "Why did you kill him?" and blah blah blah. And the guys, and the main bad guy just tells him like, "You're too soft." Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> so now we get Lucas. 
that we also we, or no, is the, we get the scene we get the drama oh that's right remember because we get the fucking scene where it's the guy from the beginning a good bad guy talking to okay it's so the, it's armin's girlfriend right armin's girlfriend comes up behind him and hugs him and is like well like you know let's I, leave let's leave and you know i love you kind of thing like i thought you loved me too and all this stuff and, like, and, and the guy's like you know armin's dead and she's like yeah i do and then they have an argument over how he can't leave his boss because he's an orphan oh my god so fucking stupid <laughs> this is just watch black dynamite um but there i just love it because like she's just like he's a fucking like villain he's a bad guy why don't you leave him he's like i used to be an orphan and he found me, and now I'm well, not an orphan. doing, like, crazy zooms when they're, like, tearing up and everything. And, like, it, like, does that thing where, like, it cuts right when he turns and, like, shows him turning, like... With a zoom on his with face. With a zoom on his face and everything. But anyway, so after that drama, we get uh, someone, like, they I guess they find Armand in the uh, river. And, and he has the tattoo. He So Lucas notices that he has the tattoo, so he starts going around to tattoo parlors to see who will do it. And then he goes to this one last one, and the guy gets all nervous. Well, because he, he shows him, like, I love it. Because it's, like, it's, it's a tattoo parlor, right? With just, like, shitty fucking pictures taped to the walls. It's it doesn't so even imp- look like a tattoo parlor. It's so impromptu. But he's just like, yeah, like, this is what we have. And he's like, no, I want this. And he shows him a photo of, like, the dead guy's tattoo. And he's like, oh, I don't know about that. And he's like, well, this guy got it here. Do you recognize him? And he's he shows like, him a picture like, of the dead body. I've been around everywhere, and they told me to come to you. You're the only one that can do this work. And he shows him a picture of the dead guy. And he's immediately, like, he just spills the beans. Yep, because he knew, <laughs> I guess, him. And then so Lucas goes to the nightclub to talk to N- Mom, Nana. Oh, yeah, because the tattoo guy Nana? mentioned her name and... It's, the scene just ends with Lucas just saying, Nana. Yeah, so he goes to the nightclub where Nana's dancing. Which has some lit fucking 70s punk rock playing. Yeah, which clearly the band is not playing in the scene. But, but I don't care. It over. I don't care. It's it's great. I don't care because the music of the scene is unironically lit. It is uninten- unintentionally lit, probably. And then the music ends and the fucking guy goes up and is like, and now for the most like titillating show of the evening. Oh, don't worry, we get. We some... have Nana, and she goes up and like dances with the fucking like feather and 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 Lucas just makes faces at the camera. Yep. I mean, in the edited version, you don't see anything. In the unedited version, of course, there's titties. Well, yeah, because there's titties in every other scene in the unedited version. <laughs> so he goes up to talk to her after a dance, and she kind of just blows him off, basically. Um, says she doesn't know anything. Also, in the meantime, as she's blowing him off, the all the bad guys are there, and they're, like, arranging something. Well, and then, and the big boss is like, okay, we'll go kill him after this. And they're all like, everything's arranged. He's like, good, kill him. And you make, you think, like, oh, it's, like... Oh, it's on. It's an, it, they're going to have an elaborate plan, right? No, they meet Lucas. What, is, at- what happens, Well. Lucas goes to a staircase in the middle of the city, and then they just block him off and try and kill him. And he beats him up, and then good bad guy shows up and starts fighting, and they have the most awkward, like, 
banter. Fucking one line exchange. I don't exchange. even remember the lines. Like it, it's so bad that I forgot them. Like I just remember there's a part when like he hits Lucas once, and mm-hmm. just tells him how does defeat taste. And it's like, like okay. It's basically like how does defeat taste, and Lucas will say something like, "Well, defeat doesn't." taste that bad when you're gonna be defeated and it's like, <laughs> it's like fucking like grade school shit like it's it's so stupid because like you can tell they're trying to yeah. be clever but it's just not working my favorite is all. when they like oh, they hear the cops and then the good bad is like okay black man like let this be a lesson for you then he tells them like little man the lesson will come to you later yeah. <laughs> like something like that and the whole time after they all like scatter, we see Fat Frog watching them. Yep. And then the next scene. Don't we get like a little bit more drama between the fucking guy and the girl again? No, we get a fucking awkward ass scene. Oh, the big boss and the the woman, yeah. Where he just like has a shirt off and just like smacks her and it's like implying that he wants to have sex with her. And then we get a slow-mo scene of her, like, crying and biting her lip. And then the guy just, like, staring at her back? And then he, like, kind of rushes the camera and the scene's over. That's it. I know what they're trying to imply. Yeah. But, like, I wonder if the, in the unedited version... I didn't see anything extra in that scene for the unedited, that so honestly... That's just, the scene's just that weird. Um, but, yeah, so that kind of happens, and then we... Lucas gets a phone call. Yes. And it's... Now, it's Fat Frog, who apparently is called Fat Dog now, yes. I guess. And he tells him, like, hey, I have the information you need. Meet me here. But someone, I don't know. The bad guys find out, of course. Well, I know now because remember who picks up first before this is Lu- true. Lucas does. This is entirely true. Because the inspector picks up first. Well, that and he hears him talking the whole yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. This is so entirely that, true. That's how the inspector knows, but we have no idea how fucking Lucas knew who the snitch was. Because somehow he, just he knows. guesses, I guess. Um, and they go on like a boat, and they have a meeting, and the guy's like, yeah, like I just want 50000 for everything. Well, and then Lucas is like, well, I don't carry that kind of cash around with me. And Fat Dog's like, well, until you can fork up the money, like we're not going to talk. Meet and me. he's like, okay, where do you want to meet? Meet me here later, and then that's it. That's the whole scene. They so just... it, it's a meeting to have a meeting. Yes. It's great. It's very Curb Your Enthusiasm. And and then, of course, immediately after, two Goombas show up to Fat Dog's house and beat the shit out of him. Here's the thing. He has a cast and a little, like, kitchen knife. And he almost fucking, like, kills both these dudes. That's a long fight. It is. Like, he puts up a fight. Awkwardly swinging a knife everywhere and like cutting these guys up. And my favorite though is eventually they drown him. And for some reason, when they drown him, there's like a big burst of blood. Yeah, in the water. In the water. Like I, I know why they did that. He cause... like lowers his hand like he's dead, and then blood everywhere. I know they think that looks cool. I mean, it, I mean, it kind of I mean, does. Kind of does look cool. I'm so not gonna, I'm, not, I'm not even gonna lie about that. Jokes on me. Yep. As they say, it kind of did look cool. <laughs> So now we get a the dirty old man. He's inspecting a woman. Oh, my God. So we forgot to mention there's this... Because uh, it's not really a big integral part to the plot. Do they just forget it happens? There's an old dude inspecting the diamonds, and he's going to cut them up into, like, thirds. So, like, three people can have a part of the diamond. Yeah. So they can sell it so it's not as And hot. he tells them, like, I can do this in ten days. And the guy's like, that's not enough. And he's like, 
seven days. So he's deal. expecting a woman, and then he hasn't even started cutting the diamond. And like, but as he's expected the woman, he's like, ah, yes, such per- like such perfect lines, such perfect form. He's, he's just like using his fucking gla- magnifying glass on a naked woman, and then a good bad guy walks in. And he's like, like, how's it going? He's like, oh, I haven't started yet. Yep. And they're like, and the two women are like, well, maybe you should like give him a break and everything. They stick out their tongues. It's supposed to be like this funny scene, but it's not funny at all. It's non-mitty. And then, and then we get Lucas and the detect, then the other like guy, the playing chess, playing chess. And this like, is the best. The guy is telling him Lucas moves because he thinks Lucas isn't good at chess, right? And so and Lucas so, is like, I'm stuck, and he's like, Well, you could move here. And then he does, and then he's like, well, I'm stuck again. He's like, well, you could do this. And the other guy's like, okay, we'll check. And then he's like, well, you could do this to, like, give you more moves. And Lucas and is like, like, odd. It seems like you're playing both sides of the fence. Like, you know all my moves. <laughs> he's like, but, like, and then he says something like, well, but you don't know this one. And he, like, takes over fucking the the guy's uh Queen, and he's like checkmate and then like it just like does this ding like oh yeah the like fucking he, like he know like lucas like instantly knows this guy's fucking like double crossing him well, we literally get it cuts right away right away to the fucking double crosser meeting with the bad guy the main it, bad guy it's the main inspector guy that got that had the diamond attached to his hand in, in the, the beginning. beginning he's in on it and so, he meets the bad guy and he's like yeah like this is too much i like, I want my fucking money. I want to mention that Lucas had no information about this and just made a guess and was completely right about it. 100%. Because he's a badass. Because Lucas is okay. the man. Because Lucas is a fucking badass, and we get that. And I will fully justify that because of the end fight scene. I will justify everything because the end fight scene. Because awesome. <laughs> um, and that scene was, like, it, it was, that chess scene was so stupid that it, like, looped back around to being brilliant yes it's special it was fucking dumb as fuck but i i still got entertainment but it just came it. back to being brilliant yes it's genius and it again the ending makes up for everything because and then the guy is like telling the bad guy that he wants to leave it's too dangerous and the guy's like well i okay. still want my money he's okay, like okay i'll pay you money and then you i mean you you've know seen crime movies obviously they're not gonna pay him the fucking money they're just gonna fucking kill him they take him I don't even get how they kill him. They take him on a boat and they punch him like three times in the stomach and just throw him off the boat. And it's not moving fast. But that's apparently enough to kill him. So then Lucas, I guess, knows exactly where these guys are because it's just a fucking... It's a fucking... uh, You forget the iconic um, pill drink scene. Oh, God, yeah. Sorry, I forgot about that. How could you forget the greatest scene? Because they have this... They have the scheme. Okay, so the the woman now the woman wants to work for the bu- big boss because she knows her boyfriend's not gonna leave anything. So she's just like, okay, fuck it, I'm gonna make him really pissed off by working with directly with the big boss, and it, it works. works because he fucking gets pissed that she's even like m- even like remotely working with this guy. We get some amazing scenes out of this. So the the big boss is like, okay, well, I have this pill, and it makes men really excited. It makes their heart race. And so, like, when they're having sex, they have a heart attack, basically. They die. Yeah, they die from a heart attack. So he's like, okay, we'll slip in one of these and then have sex with him, and then he'll die 
when you when when he's climaxing. He's like better to kill him in the throes of pleasure than like kill him yeah. another way. Some bullshit about how like the man can only die if he's in the throes of pleasure. So yeah, and so <laughs> insanity. So then she goes to like a store to that buy Lucas, cigarettes. Lucas is around, and Lucas goes up to her, and this is literally like this is the most efficient writing that's ever been committed like, to celluloid. Because he's like, hey. Do you want to go grab a drink sometime? We should go grab a drink. How would you like a drink? And she's like, yeah, I would like a drink. And he's like, okay, let's go. Basically. That's basically exactly what they say. That's basically it. And it's great because they go get a drink. And he's they're pouring their drinks. And then there's a knock on the door. And he grabs a tray with like four eggs and two cups. But while he's grabbing the tray, she slips it in his drink. And then... this. Our dude is clair- clairvoyant as fuck. I th- I think my theory, initial theory, was that he just he didn't trust her, so he switches them when she's not looking. But I don't know. Did I forget? Did he switch them when he was kissing her? Was that what he did? Dude, I don't know. I'm pretty sure he starts kissing her, and then not even looking. He switches the fucking glasses. And so she's, they're about to drink, and then he's like, well, wait a minute. And he takes the, one of the fucking eggs, cracks it into his drink, mixes it up, and then is just like, this is the best kind of protein for, like, sexual energy. Now, I know... Okay, so he... It's kind of weird because that's almost how you make eggnog in a way, but it's not the full egg. It's an egg yolk. Yeah. But, like, it's weird because he pours, like, fucking brandy into this glass and stirs up the egg with it. And then drinks it. And then drinks it. And he's like, this is the best kind of protein for sexual pleasure or sexual energy or something. And, of course, like you mentioned, he switches the cups. So he he drinks the clean one and she drinks the one with the fucking man sex drug. she gets fucking lit. Horny as shit. She gets fucking lit and then. She, like, goes straight into heat. And then they go into the next room, and she's just, if you watch the unedited version, she just strips down. Dancing topless. Dancing and, on the bed while and, he just kind of. And our dude's being a gentleman, because he's just like, he's like wagging his fingers. He's like, like nope. Nope. Because nope. he knows. But the funniest fucking part. This is the greatest. I, like, I legitimately love this scene, because it, it's. This actually made me laugh, and I think that's what, that was the point. This whole thing is hilarious because it's already like a fucking comedy sketch. Yes. With her dancing, him just like wagging his finger, and then it goes back to the fucking the main bad guy's it hideout. Goes like full Monty Python, here. which is, I want to mention, a fucking cargo ship. It is a car. It's a giant cargo ship that's all dirty, like and, a rusty ship. Yeah. And then it's just this. The guy is like angry because he's just thinking. He about knows his lady. what the girl's doing. He's she's having sex with the dude. To like, he's basically becoming a cuck. And the funniest thing is, all the other guys start singing a song about like how he's like a fucking idiot getting cucked. Yes, how like, uh, it's a song literally about how another guy's lover gave her love away to, talk <laughs> to someone else. Like, it's like they're literally singing about the exact it's situation. The funniest shit. And the guy's getting all fucking pissed because these guys are just singing and clapping and chanting this song. About, like, some cuckold. And then he beats them up and then immediately goes to the hotel, bribes a guy to go in there, and just, like, sees her and then 
our guy Lucas is just like, yeah, I think she's uh, she had a little too much to drink. Yeah, and he didn't do anything, and then... I swear to God, like, I don't, the, the, I don't know what the fuck happens, because it literally goes back to the boat. One well, Lucas is now knows where the thing. I don't know if he if like if the you watch them or if, something. I told him. I I have no idea how he knows, but he just he just shows up on the ship, and start and then, like, he starts fighting. He starts fighting, but he gets kind of. But they all get the upper hand, and they lock him up. And then the good bad dude starts like he. So they're in the thing, and they're like, okay, well we're gonna kill Lucas and everything, and. The boss starts, like, beating on the guy's girlfriend. Yeah. And saying, like, what they did and everything. And so the guy, the good bad guy gets pissed. And starts fighting. And starts fighting. So he starts, like, trying to beat up everyone else. And this is where it starts. This, okay. It's, it. I love this fight scene. And it's, like, it's, like, it's almost 20 minutes long. It's a... I don't know. This is what you wait for. That's an over-exaggeration. It's not 20 minutes long. It's pretty long. But it's long. It's a lengthy fight scene. And my God, it is so cool. It's at least like 15 minutes. But it's they beat the shit out of the interior of the ship. Like, break through doors, everything. They keep fighting outside. And eventually, like, a guy sees them fighting. And then he tells a bunch of, like, henchmen. Remember, it's the, so we forgot to mention there's a scene where our good bad guy... Uh, like defends a chef. Yeah, cause like, cause they're, he's they're killing rabbits, and the chef doesn't want him to kill the rabbits. And like one of the guys is like, "You keep giving us like canned food. We want actual food." Yeah. And so he's like, not happy with them, but he, he was, tells them all like, "Hey, there's a fight going on," and they all run away. And then, and then he, he goes and frees Lucas. Yep. And Lucas like beats the shit out of two guys while this other guy's fighting the big boss. And it's fucking great. And. Uh, my favorite part, like, it's just a bunch of people beating the shit out of each other. It's our two dudes beating the ever-living fuck out of everyone. Because eventually, like, it, it, like, com- it, like, coincides where Lucas has beat up all the other guys. And the big boss, like, kind of gets the upper hand on our good bad guy. So Lucas steps in. And, like, there's one scene that just blew my goddamn mind because it is so fucking cool to watch. I had to watch it again. It's just clean. I don't know. Like, it's so stylish, too. There's a part where the guy has a pole and Lucas has just entered the fray for the big boss, right? Yeah. And he's about to take him out. So the big boss has this pole and he, like, he tries to, like, hit him five times and Lucas, like, blocks every single one, but in, like, a fucking, like, just, like, the most stylish <laughs> way possible. And it looks fucking beautiful. <laughs> it, it's, like, it's so fucking, like, just, like, perfectly done. That one scene just blew my mind. It's perfectly choreographed because he blocks a and bunch looks, of hits. And the guy, he looks so fucking cool doing it. Like, I couldn't help it. Like, I was just like, I was just like, oh, my God, this is fucking cool well, as shit. Well, because he blocks all of them in, like, an awesome way. And then in the last block, he, like, takes the fucking pole. And, like, rams it into the guy's and stomach. it's fucking great. But my favorite, because I live for this, is at the very end when he beats the fuck out of the big bad, he kicks him. We and get, our big bad flies off the ship, but turn, he magically turns turn into a dummy. dummy. I, I, dude, like you said, when this happened, you're like, I live for a good dummy shot. I love dummy shots. The, the most, the biggest sadness with like the prevalence of CGI for me is no more dummy shots in movies. 
Dude, just the ragdoll effect just makes it look fucking... I just love when movies throw a dummy off of a building or something, and you see the whole thing just flying. Yeah, like, you know it's a dummy, but it looks great. Like, they dress up as dummy, like the dude, and they just throw it off a ship. Mm-hmm. It's it's wonderful. But it just... The movie just... There's, like, 30 seconds after this, because they're at the airport. And Lucas walks away from the boat, and then they're at the airport... And then Lucas is like, well, I guess there's one good thing about this trip is I have a, I've made a friend. And then it's the good bad guy who's like, yeah, I could probably see you in like two years. And then the one of the inspectors, the Chinese inspector. It's, it's one of the cops there. Is like, well, if you're good, you can get on a year and a half and you can see him at Christmas. He's like, cool, like, I'll see you at Christmas. And then they do a fucking fist bump and movie. All three of them do a fist bump and movie. It's the, it, it's the only way it has to end. You know, I'm just... I, I I knew we were gonna. I knew it was gonna end with a fucking freeze frame, because all these movies do. I just didn't but know what freeze frame. I'll take it. I thought it was gonna be like our typical like. I bad almost guy thought flying through the air. Freeze I frame. almost thought it was gonna end with bad guy flying through the air and then Lucas just walking away. The end. I mean that would have been fine too. But then that would have been like, well, what the fuck happened to the guy? Yeah. But now we see it. Wholesome. But like. Honestly, this movie's kind of weird for me because, like, I. The plot wasn't great, you know? It's just a, your basic plot. And, like, the acting wasn't good. But. No. There's just something, like, really good about the fight scenes. Like, I keep going back to that. Like, I have to judge these Well, it's because like... you waited. Because, I mean, the, the, the fight scenes and the. They're, like, the other fight scenes, they're good too. But it's not the end fight scene. And that's the thing is like if it didn't have that end fight scene, I wouldn't. I'd just say this movie's kind of eh. Yeah, like I wouldn't recommend it as much as I do because I, I just, I don't know. Like, that's the reason we started doing like action movies. I live for a good fight scene, and like any movie that's like well choreographed and like can do a good fight scene is pretty okay in my book. It's more than okay. If you can, if you're a 1978 B movie that can wow me with your fucking fight scenes, like. That's pretty good in my book. Yeah, a, a little B movie that barely anyone has fucking seen. I implore you, at least if you do, like, don't you don't have to watch the movie. Just watch the end fight scene. Just enjoy it. Just watch fucking our dude just fucking just house people. It's great. <laughs> it's it's fucking awesome. The end fight scene made it made this movie for me. Honestly, it's gonna give it a higher rating. Like I was gonna give it a low rating yeah. until that final fight scene, and I was just like, okay, nope, okay, it's worth it. This one has some good good stuff to it. It's worth it. It is good. Um, what would you give this? I would honestly say I was gonna give it like a two or a three. I would honestly say the end fight scene bumps it up to a four for me. Not a, not quite a five because it didn't have all the factors, but like definitely a four. I would say. I'd give it a five. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't really clean up the fucking, I don't know, clean up the pro- the plot a little. I probably elevate it, but I'd say a 5 for me. Like without that end fight scene though, it'd probably be like a 3. Yeah. Cuz it's still it's still entertaining. I'm not going to pretend like I didn't get entertained. I mean, it honestly like unlike the Uwe Boll films, it was like it was an hour and a half, and it didn't feel like it was dragging. At we don't any have points. to check the time. No, we don't have to. We just sat back and enjoyed it. That's all we had to yeah. do. Yeah, like it's just, it's short, it's quick, it's efficient. 
it's it's better than Uwe Boll, but the last fight scene does elevate it for me. It did. It really it really pushed that uh, that rating up. Yeah. Because uh, it'd just be so generic if they didn't have that final fight scene. I mean, the fight scenes are well choreographed anyway, so like I appreciated it for that. Like I said, they didn't have to go that ham, but they did, and I appreciate that. I am excited, though, because our next two movies... Are more martial arts films? Are all... I don't know if they're all martial arts necessarily, but I know our next two movies are all action movies that have 70s black dudes with afros in the lead. I'm okay with that, because that is they're, they're fucking awesome. And the, the one of them is the same exact actor, which I'm totally fine with. And it's what's f- his name again? Jim Kelly. Jim Kelly. I actually really like him. Like his martial arts is really good. And I mean, hell, if you haven't seen Enter the Dragon, go fucking watch Enter the Dragon. Like, what the fuck is wrong with like, you? Like when Jim Kelly's well well choreographed, he does fucking good work. So yeah. it's like he, he's he's fucking good, and he looks the part. Look, because he's jacked as shit. Watch Enter the Dragon. Yeah, just go just... watch Enter the Dragon. And then after that, go watch the last 20 minutes of fucking Tattoo Connection. If you want some absolute madness in your life, watch the entire hour, 30 minutes of this. <laughs> but if you just need a quickie, just watch that last, like, 20 minutes. Dude, I'll probably go back and watch that last 20 minutes. I legitimately loved that fight scene. <laughs> it was so fucking cool. I'm just hoping the next two can, uh, I mean, I think they will please me in this way. I think they will. I mean, even if they don't kind of come to this level, at least there'll be some redeem- be entertainment. redeeming value. Especially after we, after Uwe Boll. And watching two of those in a fucking row. This'll be, it'll be. It'll be better. The way better. Don't worry. Um. Yeah, so like, Tattoo Connection. Go watch Enter the Dragon, and then if you need more Jim Kelly, this isn't a bad way to go. No, if you, if you need more of this, or if you just, if you just need a, martial arts fix yeah this will do you um yeah that's all i have to say about this movie it's just this is easy just, it's an easy one good basic plot really good action that's all you need yeah <laughs> um uh yeah so just enjoy uh yeah that's it that's it good shit before they mostly come out at night this has been will this has been alex and we're we'll back talk to you all later we're back to 78 we're not doing any more fucking shit retrospectives no anymore it's just normal shit just normal shit again I mean, if you have any recommendations please please give it to us Maybe i'll add them can, to my list we can start doing that too yeah like you know when we get to it we might even do it like at the end of years like if once you guys recommend something we'll like wait until like the end of our 78 movie run and then go back to watch something. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's what we did for, uh, because one of you fucking recommended Beyond the Door for us. Thank you. I guess, because <laughs> that was a fucking ride. That was a fucking trip, dude. So if there's more like that, I know there is one in 79 that someone recommended a while ago, which I assure you. It's on our list. Don't worry. I have it in my head. We'll get to Sorry. it. It might take longer than you than you want it to, but we'll, we'll, we will get there. Trust me. I, I I very much look forward to it because I looked at it. <laughs> yeah, so it's going to be fun without Uwe Boll. We'll be a lot more enthusiastic. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> we won't just fucking ramble through like 20 minutes. No. those Even those reviews were struggles, so... 
It's the Struggle Olympics. So, yeah, we'll talk to you all on uh, Thursday. Thursday. Probably. So, uh, yeah, get ready for more... More shenanigans. Action shenanigans. I'm yeah. super excited. All right, we'll talk to you all later. MPS, this has been Alex. <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye now.